0: Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. I hope you're doing awesome today. I thought it would be a great idea to refresh my holiday eating attack plan. I did a podcast on this a few years back, actually. It's been a while, and I thought that Now, although my thoughts on this are pretty close, they've changed a little bit. They have changed a little bit and I have a little bit more information, a little bit more knowledge that I can share with you that will help you to get even better results during this crazy holiday time or even just during your regular life. Because we know that we have these specific times and events and places that we're going to and that we want to have the ability to eat extra food. You know, we don't want to be the people that are sitting on the sidelines that are saying like, nope, I'm not going to have that Thanksgiving or Christmas feast because I'm trying to watch my waistline. Man, come on guys. I have pretty much a six pack all year round and I eat as much as I want to on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and any other time that we have these special events, but I know how to prime my body in an optimal way so that I can handle all of these calories when they come in. Now, I don't necessarily recommend doing this all the time. It doesn't work every day, right? It doesn't work every day. You have to set your body up for it to be a fat burning machine on a regular basis but then what happens when you have these little things and you put these tactics into place your body's gonna burn and store and build from all of this food that you're going to be putting into it now I don't necessarily recommend this for alcohol although if you're gonna have alcohol then this will help with that but it's alcohol is still it's whole it's a whole nother beast. And if you want to learn more about alcohol and what that is doing to your body and recovery process, I actually did my last podcast on that and it's called The Truth Behind Alcohol and Recovery. And you can go to that at allaroundjoe.com slash one fifteen. Also, before I forget about it, please if you enjoy this podcast, head over to iTunes and give me a rating and a review. Every five star review that I get totally helps me to get my message out to more people on iTunes. And my goal is to impact as many people as I possibly can with my positive message on how to know how to eat right, how to feel better, how to perform better, all of that stuff. So if you have that ability, please head over to iTunes, give me that review. Ideally, a five-star review is very helpful for me. And if you are needing to know how to get there, you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash iTunes. I've set up a little magic link there that takes you to the iTunes channel. So before I get right into the new holiday eating attack plan, I just want to talk about my partners because they help support this podcast, help keep me going, keep me jazzed. And they are things that I think are really awesome so that if you aren't using them, you should definitely consider this. Or consider them, if you will. So, number one I want to talk about is the WHOOP Strap, which is spelled W-H-O-O-P. And you can find their website at whoop.com. And I've got a code for the WHOOP Strap, which gets you $100 off if you use the code AllAroundJoe. But why would you want to use the WHOOP Strap? So, it's really, really interesting because it's an always-on activity tracker that is takes as much data as they possibly can so way more data than any other activity tracker out there and it gives you a recovery score so imagine that you're out you're working out you decide to do a half marathon and you're not sure how it's going to affect your body well number one leading up to that half marathon it will tell you if your training is optimized meaning are you over training are you under training where should you be And afterwards, it will give you a valid or a very interesting feedback on how recovered you are after the event. So I found that it's pretty interesting because let's say I went out and did that half marathon. I would find a couple of weeks afterwards, my body is not picking up on the amount or the speed of recovery as it would usually. And what it's taking into account is your HRV, your heart rate. It tracks your sleep. It tracks with the HRV and the heart rate, the stress you're putting your body into every single day. So you'll find that it will even tell you if you're overstressed or not recovered because you've had like a, a tough day at work or something like that. It doesn't always have to do with training. It can do with other things that are stressing you out as well. So whoop strap, very beneficial. We've got like 12 of our top athletes at the gym using it now so it's really really cool. And what you can do if you decide to get that is you can join the all-around Joe team and I can set it up so I can see that you're see your information. So if you had any questions about it, I could pretty much beam in, take a look at the Whoop app on my phone, and I could answer any questions that you might have about that. So that's kind of cool, something new feet new feature that just added. So if you're interested about that, let me know. Next up inside tracker okay guys inside tracker is the most beneficial thing that i've done for my body in years the reason is is because it's blood testing that correlates your blood markers to what you should be eating and what supplements you should be taking so for example if you find that you have high blood sugar or high fasting blood glucose it will give you recommendations for foods that you should be eating based on those blood markers. Trust me when I say having done this for years, nobody out there knows what their blood markers are unless you're obsessed with it. Well, this is what you should be doing. This is what our doctors should be doing on a biannual, when I say biannual, I mean every six months or or less basis to make sure that we're on the right track. Why wouldn't we do this, right? Why wouldn't we optimize? Because it will make you feel better. It will make you leaner. It will make your Brain think better, so check out Inside Tracker at InsideTracker.com, and if you use the code AllAroundJoe, you get ten percent off. And that is also uh, I have something available where you can get Inside Tracker, and you can share your results with me if you need help interpreting what they mean. There are a couple of things you can look at that will help you to meal prep and get your body optimized for your days ahead. So those are my partners. Now, without further ado, let's get into the new holiday eating attack plan. How you're going to eat so that you can stay lean, mean, and an eating machine on those particular days that you want to be able to eat extra. So this is what this is all about. I do not believe in going into these holidays and not indulging in what you would like to indulge in. I believe that you should be able to eat. You just have to set your body up correctly for that. So I'm going to teach you how to do that. Okay, with the holidays here, or even like, let's say you have a birthday or something like that coming up, you can set your body up with this way. This plan is designed to keep you from gaining any fat during the holiday season or during, you know, your special event. But you have to follow the rules, okay? We're going to set your body up to be a fat-burning machine without having to skip any of the holiday eating that you love. In fact, in fact... When the holiday eating comes around, I want you to eat as much as you possibly can, want to, all that fun stuff, all right? Give yourself the food coma, and we'll utilize those things properly so that you'll be beating, building, and burning, okay? So let's jump right into this. Are you good? Are you ready? Let's do this, all right? Hopefully, you're either going to listen to this a few times so that you internalize it, or you're taking notes on how to do this, or you're just smarter than I am and you just listen to it once and you can actually remember it for a long time and put this into play. So, here we go. Let's start now. First thing is if you're not working out regularly, that is something you need to start today. Get it done, all right? And I'm talking about something that's high intensity because what I've found and why I love CrossFit so much is that the high-intensity training that is completely varied, meaning you don't know what you're going to get one day to the next, and by also varied, I mean like different lengths of time, different weights, all kinds of different things, puts your body into a state of adaptation all the time so you get the best results possible. Do you have to do CrossFit? No, but I do recommend that you do some sort of interval training 20 to 30 minutes a day 5 days a week so like 2 to 3 days on and then 1 day off and the reason or the how you pick the 2 to 3 days on let's say you do two days in a row and you're super sore, just take that third day off and then start up again the next day. Or if you're not super sore, do three days in a row and then take the next day off. And I don't really recommend doing more than three days at a time. I just think that that beats down your nervous system a little bit too much. Maybe you have something coming up where you know you're not going to be able to work out for a week. Then in that case, go ahead and give it five days in a row, crush it, do it. But in most circumstances, you want to be able to give your body a few days off in a week to get that recovery going so 20 to 30 minutes five days a week make sure that you are varying what you're doing and you can just go and look up workouts look up interval workouts look up you know metabolic conditioning workouts go to crossfit.com you don't have to do the exact workout of the day but you could and it's just a great way of varying your training and when I say do interval 20 to 30 minutes a day, that if you but if you decide to follow crossfit.com, which is fine, you might have just a heavy lifting day every once in a while, and that's all you do. And that's okay. If you feel like you need more, you could do more, but I don't think you actually need more unless you're going to get into the competitive side of things, which we can talk about on a different podcast. So you can go look through my podcast at autoanjure.com slash podcast and see some other things about more competitive training programs. All right, so do not eat... So let me step back. We start off with working out. You need to get working out now five days a week. Next up, do not eat any carbs other than green leafy vegetables. Okay. Again, this is going to be a different thing if you are performance athlete. This would not necessarily be the case, but we're really setting people up right now for them to be able to eat, let's say a super big Christmas dinner in a week. Alright, so do not eat any carbs other than green leafy vegetables. You're probably going to be like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? The truth is that once you do this and once you start getting adapted to this, your body will actually feel better. You're really slowing yourself down by eating a lot of carbohydrates if you're not training enough for your body to utilize them. And you'll notice that your abs start popping out, so you're welcome. All right. You must eat green leafy vegetables at least three times per day. Yep. Get very used to them. Get a wide variety of them. Do whatever you need to, to get those in. I do a shake. I do salads. I do all kinds of stuff. However, however, it will get in, right? Get it in. (laughs) Eat, Eat as much protein and fat as you like, or at least Eat as much fat as you like and eat about, if you want to get really technical about it, I like to do about a gram per pound of body weight. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you're going to have 150 grams of protein over the day. And we're not going to get incredibly technical about the amounts of foods that you're going to be having in this particular podcast, but just know that that's what you're going to be filling yourself up on is proteins and fats. And if you're feeling like you're not getting full enough, I recommend eating more fat actually. Yep. Eating more fat. Uh, You know, some good ideas for this to be eating eggs, nuts, nut butter, avocados, coconut oil, olive oil, cheese, butter. And you can put all these things into a salad, right? Make yourself a sweet salad with some eggs, some meat, some coconut oil or some olive oil, you know, some vinaigrette and some cheese. And there you go. Start chomping down on it. It'll be fantastic. Even some bacon. Yeah, bacon. Do some bacon. Alright, we're going to stay away from fruit on this diet, okay? I know a lot of there are some fruits that could be worked in, but for simplicity's sake, let's just stay away from fruit. We're going to get all your, uh, your vitamins and minerals from all of the green leafy vegetables that you're going to be eating. So stay away from fruit because there are some fruits and a lot of fruits actually that are just super high in sugar and your body doesn't need to easily utilize that for what we're trying to do here. We're going to use something called intermittent fasting. And this is one of the definitely new techniques that we're pulling into the the new holiday eating attack plan is using intermittent fasting. What we're going to do here is we're going to increase our body's ability to burn body fat on a daily basis as well as you'll find that you think a lot better once you get past that carb-fog phase. Carb-fog-phase. Interesting. All right, so what that means is you're going to be eating or you're going to be fasting for the, for that matter, 14 to 16 hours is what we're going to shoot for. So if you eat dinner at 8 p.m., you won't have breakfast until about 10 a.m. at the earliest the following day, so between like 10 a.m. and 12 noon. And here's here's a trick for this. So there's a couple of things. First thing that you do in the morning is you're going to drink a good portion of water, like a quarter of the amount of water that I want you to drink for the day. So, here's how you figure that out. You should be drinking, if you're working out, 0.75 ounces per pound of body weight. That's what I like to say. So, if you're a 200 pound person, you're going to be drinking about 150 ounces of water a day. Then you're going to divide that number by four and then that would be the amount of water that you would ideally have right when you get up in the morning. It doesn't have to be incredibly, incredibly accurate though. So just get yourself, you know, a water bottle that has 32 ounces or something like that and drink that first thing in the morning. That will help to curb your appetite, number one. Number two is that if you're a coffee drinker, which it seems like most people are, especially coming from Seattle, everybody seems to be a coffee drinker, but it does help for the intermittent fasting in order to have something with caffeine in it. You could do tea also, yeah, tea would work. Something with caffeine in it because that will be an appetite suppressant. So you won't even feel like you need to eat anything until you actually get to this you know, 14 to 16 hours later. It's pretty amazing. I find that when I'm on this intermittent fasting routine and I'm having my coffee, and I'll explain to you about putting a little bit of fat and protein in that as well, that I don't actually feel hungry at all, and I have to remind myself during my workday, oh shoot, I need to go and grab my green shake and get that into my body. So you're using intermittent fasting, 14 to 16 hours, you eat dinner 8 p.m., you eat breakfast at 10 between 12 and 12 and noon the next day, And if this is feeling hard for you, like I said, I highly recommend if you're having something with caffeine in it, or if you go with that, if you don't, that is fine as well. I know that some people don't necessarily like caffeine, but you could still have a decaffeinated coffee or some decaffeinated tea, uh, or you could just have some, a little bit of fat. So what we do is we add some MCT oils or some coconut oil to the coffee or a small amount of protein powder. That's how I do it. And That small amount will keep you from pretty much breaking your fast, but it will also help you to feel more satisfied. All right. So you put a little MCT oil in your coffee, or if you're not feeling that way, not feeling hungry, you can just go with the black coffee. You can just keep on crushing it. All right. But those are little tricks that you can use. So here's an example of what your day would look like. Just a little example. And this is an average day. This is not the actual day that you're going to be eating the super massive amounts of food. And we're going to get into what you do on that actual day because it is very, very important that you time things correctly. But an average day, let's say you wake up at 7 a.m. or so. Whenever you wake up, that's fine. You don't have to wake up at 7 a.m. But whenever you wake up, then you're going to drink, let's say, a bottle of water. Like I have a 32-ounce Clean canteen sitting in front of me. I really like the insulated clean clean canteen. I've been using it for a couple of years now. Have some coffee with some coconut oil, and you wait 14 to 16 hours after your dinner the night before to eat your breakfast, which could be some scrambled eggs with some coconut oil and a bunch, a bunch of spinach and kale. You can even put some cheese in there if you want to. Although I feel like if you have uh, coconut oil. And full eggs, which I do recommend eating full eggs. But let me make a quick note on that. Definitely, definitely pay more for the higher quality eggs. And if you can get farm fresh eggs or have chickens, those are even better just because I had a farmer recently tell me that it's like 30 to 60 days from the point that the eggs come from the farm, even if they're organic, farm fresh "Quote unquote, farm fresh eggs. Even if they're organic, they're coming. They're taking 30 to 60 days to actually get to the store or into your hands. So eggs have a long, long shelf life, and they take advantage of, la- of that. Which means that if you have someone down your street that is selling eggs, you know, for five dollars a dozen, and you know that they're fresh eggs, you should buy those because they're going to be so much better for you. That was my side note. Okay, so you have uh, breakfast 14, six hours after. Your dinner the night before, three eggs or so with coconut oil, four I like four cups or so of spinach and kale. Then you go to work, and here's the deal: is let's say that your work starts at nine or eight a.m. You would cook this breakfast, you bring it to work, you wait to eat it in at work when your timing is appropriate. All right, so you don't. You, for the people who are like, well, I need to eat my breakfast before work. No, you don't. Throw it in some Tupperware. Bring it with you to work. That's the best way to do it. Don't rely upon having to buy something. If you need a meal prep, definitely check out my meal preps and how we do that because it will save you money and it will help you get lean. But you could follow the meal preps. Bring food with you. That's definitely the way to go. Keep a water bottle, that same one that you drank in the morning, next to your desk or different water bottle, get two of them, have one that you leave at your desk so that you have it in front of you at all times. You will drink water more if you have your bottle in front of you at all times. And another tactic that I use in order to easily drink my 150 ounces of water a day is every time I go to the bathroom, I take, (laughs) I take nine gulps of water every time I come back from the bathroom. So imagine that you're sitting at your desk, hopefully standing at your desk, right? Cause it's so much better for your body to be standing and sitting. You have to go to the bathroom. So you go to the bathroom, you come back, you see your water bottle, you gulp down. I put on here five plus big gulps of water. For me, I'm gonna have to have a little bit more cause I weigh about 200 pounds. So I do nine gulps of water every time I come back from the bathroom and that tends to burn me through my water of 150 ounces a day very very easily easily so getting into these little habits like that make these this amount of water or these foods you know having this particular foods at this particular time really easy you just create the habit at first it's going to be like pulling teeth though just know that at first anything that is unusual is going to be really really hard so just get yourself into the routine and it will be much much easier give yourself some time to do it it'll be awesome Snacks. So if you feel like you need a snack in between your meals, go ahead and get some raw almonds or some other form of nut that you like. Some Brazil nuts are great, some cashews, something like that. Ideally raw. I'm not sure how much I get behind the toasted nuts, but you could vary it. Um, raw or toasted, just make sure that you you vary it. I think that variance with these things is really important because our bodies tend to get used to things and our body's pretty much idea in life is to adapt. So if we don't give it the ability to adapt because we're having different things, uh, some variance, then it will have a hard time. It will get used to it. And even you know, I've heard of people adapting or they cause them give themselves allergies by having the same thing over and over and over and over again. Lunch or your next feeding should be a large salad. And the cool thing about this diet or the way that we're setting up this holiday eating attack plan is that eating large salads is relatively easy. You can almost go to just about any place and figure out a nice large salad to have. The things that you're going to have to watch out for when you get this salad is your dressing is going to have to have less than five grams of sugar, all right? How you can really avoid that is you get usually the olive oil and vinaigrette or like a blue cheese, even though a lot of times blue cheese will have a bunch of additives in it if they're If it's like a packaged blue cheese, so you could ask them how they do that. If it's real blue cheese, great, you know, crush it. But you're just going to want to make sure that there's no sweetener in the dressings, which people like to sweeten it because people get addicted to the sweetener. So you want to stay away from the sweetener because it's not good for you. Also know that an iceberg lettuce does not count as green leafy vegetables. There's just no useful content for it. If you have to eat an iceberg lettuce because, let's say, for somehow crazy reason you have to go to McDonald's or something like that, that is acceptable because you don't have any other choice. But only if you don't have any other choice, do that. Because the iceberg lettuce, although it's green, kind of, and crunchy, it's just not that good for you. So try and get, you know, the spinach or some other form of really hearty green salad mixins ask for no croutons croutons are just bread and or i say croutons are essentially bread and bread is essentially sugar yes it is so if you have to have croutons so they can't take them out of your salad don't eat them at all none of them don't even give yourself one bite of a crouton please stop don't do it snack all right so we've gotten through that salad Ideally, your salad has, like I said, some protein in it, a lot of green leafy vegetables, and fat. We want that fat. You get it from the olive oil. If you get the olive oil dressing, you get it from blue cheese dressing. You get it from some having avocados on there, delicious avocados. Um, but then we get past that. We have another snack. We're going to go back to the nuts or even some beef jerky is good. But with the beef jerky, you also have to make sure that they didn't put any bunch of sugar in it because companies understand that people are addicted to sugar. They do not tell you that, but it happens so stay away from sugar so your body gets rid of that addiction. If you're going to have some beef jerky, make sure that you're getting very low sugar beef jerky. Then we're going to have our workout. And your workout could really be any different any time during the day. I'm just putting it in right now. You could shuffle it in a different time of the day. But, you know, you're going to do a warm-up. I like a warm-up that is going to actually raise the temperature of your body. So what that would mean is, you know, a quick little run of, 800 meters or sitting on an elliptical or an air bike or a rowing machine is great and then you're going to do your 20 to 30 minute high intensity circuit and that could be something that is an interval like I said earlier where you're going really hard when you're actually going just make sure you're using good quality form when you're doing this if you need to know what that form should look like look online do a search usually when you do a search for something like quality form in a squat or go to the crossfit site they have a bunch of demo videos for quality form when you're doing these things you want to do that because you're going to get better you're going to get better faster and you're going to get better results if you're using quality form don't be the person that's using crappy form so you're going to do 20-30 minute high intensity circuit or something like that What it would look like if you're just putting it together yourself is usually like three to six rounds of uh, eight to 15 reps, and that rep range is just going to help you to burn through most of your muscle glycogen, help you to break down muscle tissue, and build it back stronger and more sexiness. Yes. And you're going to want to do a lot of large movements, so squats, lunges, bench press, pull-ups, push-ups, pull-downs, etc., Anything that's a lot of movement, stay away from those machines. Machines aren't really going to do you all that much good. And if you want to cheat on this, you can get information or you can get workouts from, like I said, CrossFit.com is a great way of getting workouts. I used to, for the first few years I did CrossFit, I did it in a big box, like 24-hour fitness type of gym. And i just get the workouts from CrossFit.com and I would go do them the best that I could. In that gym. And a lot of these big gyms now are actually putting in bumper weights for only platforms and things like that. So you can drop weights and be more safe about doing these workouts. I think they pretty much had to because people were trying to do them with metal weights and they were getting hurt or they were dropping the weights and people were getting upset. So that's super cool that they've done that. So you can go to CrossFit.com or you can go to any other CrossFit gym website and they usually post their daily workouts there or their WAD, their WOD. And you can just take those workouts look at the videos that you have to for the workouts go out and do the workouts get your results and you are set with that then you're going to have your dinner or your meal after your workout Again, you know, here's another example: of steak, chicken, pork, etc., some broccoli with butter, cauliflower with butter, or whatever inside tracker tells you. Because ideally, everybody listening to this podcast is using inside tracker or some other form of blood testing to figure out what type of food is right for them because we don't really know what type of food is right for us unless we're asking the inside of our body what it needs. And we can't, for some reason, communicate with our body from our brain, so we ask we have to do testing. Wouldn't that be cool though? It's like, why didn't our body get programmed so that our brain just knows what would be right for us to be consuming at that particular time so that we could optimize for it without having to extract fluid from our body and analyze it? Hmm, that would have been cool. Cool evolutionary step. Maybe it's happening. I don't think so though. So like I said, you have dinner and then you're going to relax and you're going to make a note of when you finish that dinner so that you can make sure that you do not have your breakfast the following day for 14 to 16 hours. Make sure that you're eating enough fat because if you're hungry at this point, you probably didn't eat enough fat because fat is what's going to satisfy you. Do not... You want to make sure that you do not mix up the feeling of being satisfied with having a sugar burst. Because a lot of people, what they will do is they'll jam themselves full of carbohydrates. And what that does is it raises your blood sugar, which then raises your insulin level, which the insulin then pushes those carbohydrates into quote unquote cells, usually fat cells in this case, if you're not primed properly, then you get that feeling of like, oh, I need to eat again, but it's this cycle of blood sugar going up and down that people have decided that that is what it feels like to be full, and that's not the case. Eat fat, focus on fat, and your body will feel like it is satisfied. All right, that was a lot of words. So what you're going to do is essentially repeat that, those steps until your big feeding day so let's call it Christmas Thanksgiving New Year's whatever you're going to be doing that three days on one day off or two days on one day off depending on how sore you are until your big day all right so you just keep on eating a lot of vegetables proteins and fats and your timing with your intermittent fasting until that big day Okay, now here's the kicker. Let's say that your big day of eating has come up. This is the most, most, most important, or we can call it the big feed. I've called it a big feed in the in the writing or the notes that I'm looking at here. And I actually don't care when you do this, this big or this workout that you need to do on the day of the big feed, but you must do a workout, okay? I don't care... If it's this exact workout, I'm going to give you a workout example that's easy to do on the go that you don't need any equipment to do, but it's a must, must, must that you do this workout, okay? No exceptions. I mean, here's an example. If you have to go into the bathroom at the place that you're doing the big feed, strip down to your undies, do the workout Then I'm going to give you, shower in the sink, put your clothes back on, do it, okay? That's how important this is because you are setting yourself up for success. Ideally, you don't have to go through that. You get up in the morning, even if it's an early morning feed, you get it done, the workout I mean, and then you go and you feel good about yourself because you know exactly that you set up your body for success. Here's a workout example, one that I like. If you don't have any equipment, which a lot of times we're traveling for these events and occasions and you won't have equipment, you're like, Joe, how many to get to the gym on that day? You don't have to go to the gym. Here's the great thing. Don't have to go to the gym. So workout example, warm up. Do three rounds of twenty air squats, twenty jumping jacks, twenty arm circles forward, twenty arm circles backwards, and ten push ups, okay? So like I said, three rounds, twenty squats, twenty jumping jacks, twenty arm circles forward, twenty arm circles backwards, and ten push ups. Then you go into an actual workout a few minutes after doing the warm up, and here's a workout that would be good if you don't have any equipment. 3 rounds as fast as you can with good form. 10 full burpees. That means chest to the ground, jump up at the top with your hands overhead, clap over your head, so you jump and clap with your hands over your head. 20 sit-ups. All right, hands must touch above the head on the floor and you then you do the sit-up and you touch your shoes or your feet at the top. That constitutes a rep, so you do 20 of those. And then 40 walking lunges, 20 each leg, focusing on your knee tracking in the direction of your toe and the weight being on the heel of your front foot that will engage the glutes and the hamstrings, which are the awesomest muscles that you have in your body for moving a lot of weight. So one more time, actual workout. Pre-gorging, pre-feeding, pre-holiday workout right here. Three rounds as fast as you can. 10 full burpees, 20 sit-ups, and 40 walking lunges. Three rounds of that. Do it as fast as you can with good quality form. All right, once you've done that workout, you can give yourself a high five. You're good to go. You have set yourself up by eating properly leading up to this day. Then you are doing your workout. You can go ahead and shower up, hopefully. Get yourself ready and go ahead and eat like it's your job. Yeah. So this is a holiday eating attack plan. You may have questions about how that works. Go ahead and put those questions in the show notes all allaroundjoe.com slash 116. Also, if you're thinking about how what do I do after this, you can pretty much stick with this particular eating plan until you get to the point where your body fat is as low as you want it to be. Then you could start adding some more carbohydrates back in on the back end of your workout, Okay. Like I said, we're not going to get into the technicalities of that. Once you've finished this though, and let's say that you've reached that point where you're lean enough, then go back and listen to my podcast allaroundjoe.com 88 when I teach you how to set up your diet for success. All right. This is going to be setting yourself up for your holiday eating attack plan. That is going to be setting yourself up for success once you've gotten yourself into a routine and reached that low body fat that you would like to. And also want to preface again that this is not necessarily set up for the performance athlete out there. This is set up for the person that wants to look their best, feel their best, and is not necessarily trying to compete as a high-level athlete, okay? And that's a whole other ballgame where we got to get into timing and all that other fun stuff. But you can take this diet right into your regular life and... Trust me, you will feel better. Start thinking about it. I'd recommend that if you're going to do that, start tracking with uh, MyFitnessPal and see what you're actually putting in your body so you have an idea of your macronutrient profile every single day so you know how many proteins, fats, and carbohydrates that you're getting in. But this will be fun. This will be good. You're going to lose some weight. You're going to look good. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be able to eat that huge meal on your Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's party, whatever it's going to be. And you're going to utilize those calories and those foods in an awesome way. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please, 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 if you did, head over to iTunes at alloranger.com slash iTunes. Or if you're in the app right now, I've noticed that they have a really cool way of of rating and reviewing right there. Uh, Every five-star review that I get totally helps me out, so please rate and review the podcast. I highly, highly, highly say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for it. Also, if you want to get something really cool, I've noticed that the thing that people like most is my five supplements that I cannot live without PDF. So, if you want to grab the five supplements that I cannot live without, head over to allaroundjoe.com slash top five, and you can put that in any way you want to, T-O-P-F-I-V-E, or T-O-P and the number five, and then give me your name and your email, and you will get the PDF with the top five supplements that I cannot live without. These once you get onto this eating attack plan, you could add those supplements to your game plan and supercharge what you are doing as far as getting results. Like or like or as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.